Open your Bibles with me to John chapter 14 for just a minute. And let's get into our activities of this day that pertain to the, to the worship of the Lord Jesus Christ in a more positive way, though that we just did is pleasing to him as well. John chapter 14. Today, today, we want to look for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and to think about it. We want to look for heaven and think about heaven. We want to think about his promises to come for us. And we want to think about his prayer that we would be with him in glory. That's what the apostles told us we ought to be loving and looking for and waiting for. Loving his appearing, looking for his coming, and waiting for his coming. And we'll have a few verses to that end when we open the second service. But here in John chapter 14, look at verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. This is Jesus' promise. Now in the second verse, he has said, In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. If there's really nothing waiting for you in heaven, I would have told you. But there is. There's mansions waiting for you in my Father's house in heaven, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. Eleven. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again. Since I'm preparing it for you, I'm going to come back to get you so that you can be with me where I am forever. And so in John 14, as we look at the beginning of his discussion of things with the apostles, and then he closes with something very similar, he's talking about heaven and coming back for the apostles. Why didn't he say, men, I'm about to die for you. What are you going to do for me? He said, I'm going away to do something for you. And I'm going to come back for you. Because my object and my goal of all this is to have you in heaven with me forever. Notice what he focuses on and what he doesn't focus on. It's hard to find in here him saying, I'm about to die. But he says, I'm about to do this for you, and I'm about to do this for you, and it's expedient for you that I go away so that you get the Holy Spirit, all these blessings and promises he gave to his 11 apostles. Right. Now that's John 14, 3, and that in a certain respect starts his most intimate discussion with them. I mean, John 13 is foot washing, it's identification of Judas, it's telling Peter he's going to deny him. John 14 starts all the good stuff that's promised to the apostles right. to prepare them for ministry without him on earth. And then it ends over here in John 17. And yes, I've shared these verses with you already, but repetition is how we learn. And I don't want you to forget this about the emphasis of our Lord in his last few hours with his apostles. In John 17, verse 24, he is speaking to the Father about all believers, not just the apostles, but all believers, from verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone, that's the eleven, but for them also, that's you and me, which shall believe on me through their word. And he says in verse 24, Father, I will, my prayer request, Father, is that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am. 
that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. Notice up there in the middle of the verse, I will, Father, that they be, that those men that you've given me, including us, because it's no longer the apostles, it's the apostles and all of us, that they be with me where I am. That's the same choice of words of John 14, 3. That where I am, there ye may be also. And so that's our theme for today. We want to think about heaven and the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. A truly spiritually minded Christian thinks a great deal about the coming of Christ because he recognizes by faith in God's word that it is far better to depart and be with Christ than to be here on earth. He recognizes that and he makes that a focal point of his life. We're supposed to set our affection on things above, not on things on the earth. And this is one way we do it. Lord, come quickly. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. What hinders us from doing that? Very simple. Carnality. If we're a child of God, what hinders us from thinking that way and speaking that way? Carnality. There's things in this world that we like too much. And so he needs to wean us. And his weaning can be painful. He can just rip that breast right out of your mouth. His weaning can be painful. So let's get weaned ourselves. Let's wean ourselves and make sure that we keep our attention and affection on things above and the return of the Lord. Oh, we get wrapped up in marriage and spouses and children and school and careers and jobs and houses and money and savings and politics and weather and health and exercise and all this junk. Do you know what your body's going to look like in just a few days? You're not going to want anyone to see it, and you're going to appreciate that that satin sheet is going to be pulled right up to here, and you're going to have a quarter inch of makeup all over the rest. And they'll put a wig on you so that you'll have hair. It's coming. And we just need to wean ourselves of this light. Listen, I get excited about things down here too. That's why we're doing today. I appreciate the encouragement from some of you that love the Gospel of John and love the chapters 12 through 17 and are looking forward to a simple review. And I'm looking forward to you sharing some of your verses with me. So there we have it. The Lord's coming. He's promised it. And he prayed for it. Father, the goal for my life and why I'm dying is eternal life so that they can be with me, those ones that you gave me by election, and see my glory. That's what we want to celebrate today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before thee again. We've come before thee many times this morning already. And we are blessed by the privilege. We come before thee in the name of thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is set down at your right hand and is coming for us. He is our risen our reigning, and our returning Lord and Savior. And we thank Thee for Him. Bless us today, Heavenly Father, that by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the written Word of God and by encouraging testimonies from one another, we might be exhorted and provoked, reminded, and warned to turn our attention and affection from the things of this life to the things of eternal life, that we would look for the coming 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that we would love the thought of His appearing. And that we cannot wait for Him to be here, that we might admire Him in that day. We thank Thee that He is indeed a glorious Savior. And we thank Thee that He is indeed a victorious Savior. And that He shall not lose a single one of us that have put our faith and trust in Him and have backed that up with good works. Forgive us our sins, and Heavenly Father, bless us today. Heavenly Father, the the weather outside isn't all that cheery. Some of us are a little under the weather, and so we're not all that cheery. But we pray that by the Holy Spirit and by your word, you'll cheer us up, and you'll bless our assembly to be full of joy, peace, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.